Hello everyone, welcome back to the TED Talks podcast. Now, uh, it's also on YouTube, obviously, because you can see me. Today I want to talk to you about Dubai. 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 What do shopkeepers say in Dubai? Dubai. Where do I start? So we went in October, and this was for D and his 5D mastermind event that he had. Great event, great speakers. I've seen him before though, so it wasn't really for the speakers, it was for the networking opportunities, it was for to see Dubai, to network in Dubai, and to just get some content for Instagram. To be fair, I really didn't get enough stunting content, and I didn't, oh, I did see the Lamborghini, did get that, but I just didn't get enough content, you know? You go to Dubai, you gotta really rinse the place for the influencer lifestyle, which I didn't do. So when they're in, October, November. It was warm. Obviously, it's it's in the Middle East and like it's hot and it's a desert. Well, it was a desert. Fuck me, it's a metropolis. And yeah, this is my review of Dubai. Now, I've been meaning to do this video since, well, I got back because I have mixed thoughts about Dubai. And I know some people love it. I know some people hate it. But I'm going to take you through my thoughts of Dubai. And yeah, if I could live there, which the answer you probably know already, Dubai. When you see it from an aeroplane, flip it out. I thought London had a skyline and looked incredible. It, it just looks huge. And in almost in the middle of nowhere, if you're watching it as you come in. And, and actually, when you land and when you see it in the daytime and when you are there, I think it's very overwhelming. Like, okay, at the time I lived in the countryside, so I don't really see a house. And even now, I mean, I can see rooftops, but I don't live in a city and I don't go to London that often. I'm in Birmingham, fine, but that's not, you know, as, as tall or as metropolisy, but... My first sort of thing about Dubai was just like, this is very overwhelming for my senses. There's a lot of stimuli here. Everything's very tall and this looks like a metropolis out of Superman. I don't know if you've seen like those dystopian futures where like, well, like Judge Dredd or something, or something else, Star Wars even. It just looked like, how is this a real pace? You know, like there's just so much there. And you know, watching the videos of it previously, also realizing that, yeah, this wasn't here like three years ago. This wasn't here five years ago. And also seeing what they're building and thinking, if I come here in a year or two, <coughs> we're not going to recognize the place. It's going to have changed. So it's crazy to look at it and see the growth. But also, you know, when I was walking around it, I just felt small. I just felt overwhelmed you know by just how tall and i've been to new york so that's probably the only thing i compare it to in terms of like tall buildings but it just felt overwhelming it just felt like whoa there's so much here in such a small space and everything's really big and it's there and you know even looking at the hotel which had nice views nothing like spectacular but nice views it was still just like this place it actually threw me for the first day or two i just couldn't kind of get through feeling overwhelmed i don't know if you if you live there again leave a comment below and if you live there if it is different for you and if it changes after a while but i just couldn't find peace for the first few days it was it was um it was a very strange sort of place actually to go to for the first sort of few days and few hours like you just yeah something was interesting about it let's say that was the first thing i noticed another thing i noticed was how clean it was like very very clean the thing is right it kind of had a hint of like india and pakistan about it probably because you know in dubai they enslave all my people and they work them really hard and take away anyways different topic which we'll get to but it just had even in the new parts something about it was definitely and i I haven't been to anywhere in the Middle East apart from uh yeah apart from dubai so my first experience of it but it just had yeah like asian vibes you know kind of felt not just because the people were Indian and Pakistani and Bengali, etc. But it just looked like we were in the East, which which was interesting, which is quite cool. Uh, everything was in English. Nice to see Arabic, you know, everywhere as well. It takes forever to get anywhere. Oh my f- days. 
all the traffic. Six lane highways, still traffic. Okay, I didn't get the public transport because I'm in Dubai, I'm gonna be bougie and f***ing yeah, public transport. Well, I've heard it's decent and it's good and all that kind of stuff. I actually didn't have time, like, cause it was like, okay, it's a 10 minute taxi drive to the Mentor station, you can't walk anywhere, or it's 20 minutes to the place, so I'm getting it 20 minutes. And uh, Karim, which if you didn't realize is the, the, the name Karim spelled with a Q or a K, but with a C, cause it's Ka, Karim, Yalla, that was really good. Although, wow, I had some shocking drivers, but anyways, let's not talk about customer service because I will get my head chopped off and so will they. So, they're quite overwhelming for the first few days. The event was wicked, you know, the buildings, the architecture is incredible. Like, going up the Burj Khalifa was amazing, like how they made it, you know, etc. All, all the, you know, the, the people, they, they paid fairly for the, for the job, etc. Things like that. Like, you know, it, it, the ethics, everything fantastic, right? It isn't marvel of engineering and modern ingenuity you know to, to build this in sand where it's not like in england you just put some foundation strip foundations in an off your trot like this is levels you know what i mean like the amount that went into the burj khalifa and things are like that incredible dubai born amazing the aquarium feels like there's too many fish that are different to be in the same space but anyways wonderful cold stone creamery now for me my favorite part of dubai right and the only reason i go back is for cold stone creamery the only other place you can get it is in america the ice cream is Chef's kiss. The ice cream is so good. I mean, so fl- I don't eat sweet things though. But listen, I was at this place at 1 a.m. I don't eat past like silly times, yeah? I, uh, every day I was just like, D, let's get cold stone. Please, let's get ice cream. Someone, you know? And sometimes I just get it myself. Oh, that place has cold stone. Oh, let's just visit it for the culture. Yeah. And on that note, you can see how I practiced this uh, video because it's not structured at all. Culture in Dubai. There was one MRT restaurant called Logma, I think it was. We didn't get to go. I didn't really get to experience Dubai culture. I went to the old town, which was actually really nice. That was proper, you know, India, Pakistan vibes. Loved it, but felt safer. Food, oh my gosh. Let me tell you something here. Hukka in, or Hukka in Dubai Bowl. Amazing, really good food. No, nothing bad to say, to be fair. Desserts are incredible. Very, 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 very expensive. My local Iraqi place in Akden, Ali Anam. Check it out, fire, incredible. What's a mixed grill for one? I get the one for two, okay, so it's 25 quid. Something like that, less. In Dubai, I'm sure I paid 60 quid. <clears throat> it was a knock. And the baklava cheesecake, though. Because good, right? Oppo, opso, oppo below it. Absolute filth. Like, I want to be sick of, like, absolute filth. Mediterranean, my, I, my ass. My absolute, get the, not Mediterranean at all. Horrible. So, hooker was good, but, you know, the bill came and it was like, okay. <laughs> you know, we sell a kidney. But you know, it's Dubai, you can't say anything, you've got to be like, yeah, yeah, it's nothing, just put it on my card. Yeah, I'm not. The whole time I was not doing the money translation, yeah, I wasn't doing the, the currency. I was just like, yeah, that many dirhams? Cool, slap it on. We'll deal with that later, Amex, you got me. And those places were good for food, you know, and uh, was it anywhere else? Oh, I don't know, not really. I went to Namos, which is where everyone goes, the Four Seasons. Food was absolute trash. Service, we had to kick off. Like, we had to kick off. We got like 70% off the bill. Um, but yeah, shit place. Pasta was shit. Steak was shit. Serves was shit. The place is an absolute vibe though. Yeah, like I walked in and thought I was James Bond. More like James Bond, innit? But what a vibe. Like I just, I'd go back there and get water to annoy them and then just sit there. All of the water about like 20 quid. So maybe I should get like some ghost cheese or something. And, um, yeah, it was such a vibe, though. Like, honestly, as soon as I walked in, I just thought, like, this is cool. You know, like, it's it's a place for stunning, and I didn't actually stunt enough there. See, I, I didn't do Dubai. I need to go back and stun. Take my digital camera and stunt. I actually took my camera. I didn't even use it. Oh, wait, I actually did not use it. 
What a waste. So that was good. But listen, the food in Old Town, talking this, but this, I'm talking Hobbit called Mohammed Iqbal, I think. And Ravi is meant to be good in Satwa in uh, the Old Town. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. This is probably the, one of some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Now listen, I've got a lot of Pakistani friends, yeah? And you lot, you don't rate me, do you? You don't rate me. I've known some of you since I was 10, yeah? Not once have you fed me. Not once have you said, no, let's go to a Pakistani restaurant. Nah, you go with your friends, but you don't take me. Pakistani food is fucking amazing. I'm Punjabi, yeah? So, okay, our food is similar, right? You guys put like meat and dal together. Mad. Love it. But, wow. The, the flavors are different. The taste is different. These restaurants, like this, but this, I went to like twice. With, and that's actually, that's, that's more of a Punjabi name. But anyways, service was excellent. Served with a mustache, a full, proper mustache. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I just, honestly, the food was insane. And I left and like, I paid with Monzo, I think, because Intech Amex. And it came up with the, tra- it trans- it, you know, what's the word? It, 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 whatever, transfers into currency. And it said like 11 pounds. And I stopped and was like, Hold on, I had like a biryani, a lamb curry, a chicken curry, a rogani naan, and I spent £11. I actually was like, I'm a, I'm a bit annoyed. Like, I feel like I need to go back and give you, like, I wanted to just give more money. I was like, this, like, this is not fair. I paid 60 quid a hukka for, okay, good stuff, but, you know, and I paid you a tenner and you literally changed my, like, I wanted to cry when I left these, like, you don't understand. I haven't been to Pakistan, so I've never had it properly. I haven't been to good Pakistani restaurants in, in London or England. So thanks guys, Shaz, for not taking me, Rohan, for not taking me. But like, this was just incredible. But like for me, the, the biggest highlight of Dubai was the Pakistani food, right? And Cold Stone Creamery. The rest of it, fucking shit. She told me. I'm joking. Oh, yeah. Shake, please don't, don't, none of that. Yeah, I'm staying alive, staying alive. I loved the sunshine, although it kind of felt like I didn't get to experience it because every cab was AC. And yes, I opened the windows. I'm not here to get AC. I want the heat. Everything was like, it just felt super, like, superficial like getting when it's summer when it's like 50 degrees like, okay that's it that can be dangerous to health especially if you're like from the west and you live in the west right you're not used to it but like i want to experience the heat and it just felt i don't know just i just felt like i wasn't outside much and the places i work kind of felt like they were air conditioned or had something going on i don't know it's just not a very outdoorsy place despite the weather now, i don't know if that's just because where i went i think we went to some beach clubs i went to like some really bad clubs thanks adam rana mr dubai took us some shit clubs all night oh there's plenty of her around me behavior in those clubs yeah i say nothing but my eyes saw it so yeah actually you know i actually didn't get to go to dubai i we didn't get to go to the beach prop you went to the beach bar but I didn't get to go to a proper beach, like, you know, or the one where they take pictures in front of the Burj, Burj Al Arab, which I think that's the one on the ocean, I think. Didn't get to go in there either. The carpets look a bit outdated, to be fair. I didn't drink coffee, don't eat the gold coffee. It's, yeah, those are my highlights. I think otherwise it's quite shallow and it really lacks a... It lacks soul and culture. If I go to an Italian village, I go to a Spanish town, it's just... Something deeper, you feel it. There's like a history, there's food, there's passion, there's culture. And here, even though it's a melting pot, you know, because everyone from all over the world is there, I don't know. Like, I love that everything's new and clean and glossy and like modern, like, oh, with me, you know, I got it, I love it. There was just like a lack of soul. That's the best way I can put it. It was a lack of soul. At the gym, they're amazing. Uh, Binos gym. Oh. Wow. Oh my god. What a gym. That's the life. And the cars out in you know, Mansory Ferraris off of it. Great. Like I love I love seeing that. It's inspiring. It's great. But it just lacked soul for me. It just lacked I think, you know, soul comes from history. It comes from cuisine. It comes from language. 
And these things aren't that, you know, prevalent in Dubai. Do people speak Arabic? Well, actually, no, I speak the language of Dubai, which is Punjabi and the Urdu. Uh, like, did I get a chance to practice my Arabic? No. Uh, Iowa? I did not. Whereas I was speaking Hindi and Punjabi and Urdu, like, everyone. Everyone is driving, everyone. Is. And so, you know, that's fine, but it doesn't then create the culture of the place. And then the food, you know, like I said, there was one MRT restaurant, you know, could I have found more? Yeah, maybe. Probably that's probably a potential me. Maybe in old town there was more. And then, you know, the history, I suppose it hasn't got one because it's so modern. It's just like, hey, we're going to build here. Let's build. And because of that, I don't know. I think it just lacks something that I need. You know, when the outdoors is nice, it's hot, but it's fake. There's no forests. There's no waterfalls. You know, there is no natural thing. And that's not their fault. It's a desert. Like, you know, what? can't just have these things there, right? God just didn't say, hey, have those there. But yeah. And it was just so overwhelming. Like, I think if I lived there, I was just... Every time you look up, I just felt, I don't know what it was. You know, and I spoke to a few other people and they said the same thing. What I do like is it's safe. Wow. I don't wear a Fitbit, but if I had a, you know, an expensive watch, I'd have no issue wearing it. Chains, etc. I know some people get robbed in Dubai. I know there's, you know, perception is key, but it is, it, it definitely felt way safer than anywhere else. Now, this is an interesting thing because we're speaking to the cab drivers, etc., etc., from, you know, all over the world. They would kind of say... And we tried to have discussions with them, but they couldn't actually understand it when, like, we'd say, look, hypothetically, what happens if you get into a fight with someone? What happens if you and a taxi driver and another one have an argument? So, like, you know, they couldn't understand it. They were like, no, but it wouldn't happen. And we were like, yeah, but what? No, it wouldn't happen. But what if you lost your temper? I would not lose my temper. I can't. I can't afford to because got my passport i'll be gone and at the time i thought that's mad that's really mad like, people are so scared to do anything because you know the government's got their passport their employer or you know they... but then actually what i reflect on it i also think wait a minute in england why are we not scared to commit crime what why do we go around and sort of act like we can get away with things and why is the crime so high here i should hold on a second the fact that they're scared, the fact that, oh, I mean, you know, we would be scared to do anything like crazy there, isn't that a good thing? I know it's living in fear, but hold on a minute. Isn't it just living in fear of committing a crime, which we should anyway? That's all the time. It makes sense, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why, I don't know, but we should be scared. In London, we should be scared to get on a moped and try and rob someone, but people are not. You know, we should be scared to stab someone, but we're not. But there, they're scared shitless to have an argument. So I see there's levels to it, but I appreciate that, like, I appreciate always oh, a level of control, a level of civil, civil, civility, I, I don't know. But it was an interesting discussion at the time, but then when reflecting on that, I think, yeah, like, that's why it's so safe, because people know, like, like, we were like, okay, so how long would you go to jail for? And they were like, I don't know, we don't know, I don't know anyone who's done it. And you know what I mean? It was such a, like, you just don't do that, you just don't do this. And so it definitely felt safe compared to other places in the world at any time, it, it just, just did feel safe. And so I get why people live there. Despite everything I'm saying, I actually get why people live there. The tax reasons, the weather, the weather, you know, the weather's such a, this bloody country, man, the weather's such a big thing. The lifestyle, the gyms, the fact that everything is clean and nice and safe. And if you're wealthy, you can have your wealth and people aren't jealous or rude or trying to hurt you like they do in this country and other countries. You know, it's, it's a different type of thing. And it's, I really, really get why people live there. I also get why people go on holiday there. The results are nice. I didn't really get to go on the palm park from a club. And it was nice, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's one of these things um, where, like, I get it. Would I go back and give it a second chance? If I was passing through, yeah, sure. You know, if it was on the way, I'd say, you know what? Or if there's an event or a business thing, which I only have big expos there, look, I, I would go back. Because 
we had a lot of fun. You know, like as a group, I think going alone or something wouldn't maybe be as fun for me, but going as a group, so much fun. You know, just, yeah, so much fun. And lots of cool brunches and like, you know, socially, I think, again, that's why people want, would live there. Socially, it was great. You know, like you book something, you turn up, it's great, it's smooth, the services. Ah, let's talk about service in a second. It's, you know, yeah, it, it was fun. One thing I'm really shocked about, all of you Dubai influencers, all you fakers out there, you don't talk about this, the service, right? So taxis generally fine, one or two issues, fine. But the service in restaurants, apart from the ones in Old Town, Buxley was, the service was great. Apart from them, the service in Dubai is atrocious. Like customer service doesn't exist. And I've been to posh places there. And I've been to not so posh places. I've been to middle. It's just like shit. Everyone puts it on Instagram and all they get the flash on the food and shit. But no one talks about the customer service. And like all of us like said to each other the first time there, like, guys, what do you think about a customer service? And I was like, yeah, it's shit. Like it's non-existent. It's just rude. People weren't doing what they should. It was just, the amount of times I had to complain or be like, hey, we ordered this, where's this? It was so weird. Like it didn't add up to the price you paid for stuff and it didn't It didn't add up to the, you know, the ambiance, the vibe, the perception of Dubai. It just really didn't add up. So, you know, for me, I don't know, the service piece is, is quite weird. I, I think it's a soulless place, but I care why people live there. I have no issue. I have no issue understanding that. Like it makes so much sense. Like, like. And there's so much opportunity there, especially in real estate. And, you know, it just, yeah. So, like I said, I'd go back. I would give it another chance. I did do quite, you know, touristy bits as well. But it's a lifestyle. And I just think, yeah, it just doesn't suit me, the lifestyle. You know, it's just not for me. Maybe in five, ten years, you know, different level of wealth, different thoughts, you know, having a family, stuff like that. Maybe that will change my view. But uh, you know what, if you're young and you've got no commitments in your country and like you want to smash it, it's an expensive place to live, but it's also a very inspiring place to live. And like, you know, I like that. I like that it kind of inspires. Now, the inspiration is definitely shallow. There's no like deep inspiration, I don't think. You're going to find yourself there necessarily. But when you're young and you're doing, you know, growing and do that stuff, I think a lot of the time you do have materialistic or shallow kind of inspirations, you know? Look out the window, see a G-Wagon dick. No, not enough. As you age, I think that kind of changes or as you meet different people. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on uh, on Dubai, on Dubai. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. It was so long ago. The hotels were nice. I stayed at the Taj in uh, Jumeirah Lake Towers. And then I stayed at the Riviere in Business Bay, kind of downtown. Taj was lovely, real marble everywhere in the bathroom. Super comfortable, nice to breakfast there. Oh, so good. Uh, the Riviere was nice. Kind of more modern kind of vibe. Lots of construction work happening around it, but it was close enough to where it like needed to be. And in terms of prices, uh, I think I paid six fifty, seven hundred for the flight with Emirates economy class. To be fair, Emirates economy class, I think, is quite decent. And their food, you know what? When it goes to aeroplane food, I don't like eating on aeroplanes because I'm IBS. But Emirates, I have to say, good food. Like actually, like fair enough. You know, can't complain. Cannot complain. And then the accommodation, I want to say, was. 800 for both. I said two different places. Expenses while we were there. Like I said, I didn't convert it. I just dealt with it. <laughs> but I don't know. Five, six hundred quid. That was primarily just because of Viet out all the time. And it was expensive. And the nightclubs. I don't know. They were 10, 15 quid. 20. I don't know. It wasn't that much. You know what I mean? Maybe Adam Wanna got us in for free. I don't know. Who, who knows? So... Yeah, those are my thoughts on Dubai and, you know, I look forward to hearing your thoughts in the comments as well. If you live there, if you don't, if you've been there, look, I'm not hating. It's just my, just my thoughts. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment. See you on the next video.